0: Hey, this is Pastor Mike. Welcome to the podcast where we spend a few minutes, a few times a week, looking at the world around us and in light of what we see, figuring out how to keep God at the center, how to follow Jesus, and how to love others better. Today, Adam and I continue our conversation about righteousness. Hope you enjoy it. We call it ReChurch. So the, maybe the first hurdle is to get people to understand God's holiness, God's standard, is one of righteousness. Because then that's a showstopper. Yes. Because I think most people would never would never conclude, I'm righteous, I'm holy, I'm pure. Right? Yeah. You wouldn't do that. So, no wonder people just dumb it down to, and we kind of naturally dumb it down to, well, if, if God thinks I'm decent then it's going to be okay, because what other standard could I possibly get to?
1: Yeah, there's a pretty big shift that I think you can maybe even discern historically. Like You kind of get into the 20th century, and there's almost this role reversal where historically, ancient world, on through the Middle Ages, people are quite comfortable with the idea of thinking like, I am on trial as a human being. Mm -hmm. Uh, But C.S. Lewis describes it as like, we get to the 20th century, and everyone thinks, no, 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 God's on trial. Is he living up to his end of the bargain here or not? Yeah.
0: So there is that reversal. Yeah, so we need to think about this. I'm going to finish up this segment with this statement that I'm forming in my head right now. Let's hear it. Um, Who's on trial in your life, you or God? That's a fascinating question and one that uh,
1: deserves all kinds of thought because it, it would...
0: It would reveal a lot, I think. Yeah, for the Christian to that's think about that question. That's what I've heard back since the since the message. There's been a few people that have commented and said, "Wow, I had to sit down and think about my life like I hadn't thought about before. The stuff I'm doing, like why am I doing it? Yeah, and to what level? And his God is like, I just hadn't thought about it for a while. It's good. Are you on trial? You put yourself on trial, or are you putting God on trial? We need to be on trial because that's what leads us in the right direction. Yeah. And then wakes us
1: up to the beauty of the mercy of what Jesus actually did for us. Yeah.
0: The, so let's go there. Because the second, well, let's let's. Um, I'm sorry, I stepped right on the end of your statement. There. No, I I didn't have a whole lot more to say. Yeah, but I didn't even let it sink
1: in. I just kind of jumped. <laughs> I'm just, on just it. saying, if you can think about God's righteousness, and absorb that, and also think rightly about your own life, and be willing to be honest in your assessment, then you start to maybe have a greater sense of just the the beauty and the majesty of, mm-hmm. of, of God's, his, his way, right. his way towards us.
0: Yeah. You'll probably have to pass through the second thing that's a blockade though. You, if you start to think rightly about yourself, you will, you will find your way toward Jesus or you go to self-deception. Yeah, because who can hang in the tension otherwise? You either have to accept that you're substandard or, ouch. ouch, or you go, well, no, I'm okay. okay. I'm okay. I've looked at myself. I don't like it, but we're just going to say it's fine. Yeah. We're just going to say that meets the standard. It has to. So yes. Have to deceive yourself. Yeah. Overconfidence. I see it all the time. I think there's an enormous amount of overconfidence in how much God loves you.
1: <laughs> Interesting.
0: I want to hear more. <laughs> well, we know he loves us deeply. I guess what I mean to say is, that it would be better to say, we are overconfident in his divine approval. Oh, that's a good word. Because I do think
1: we're quite turned around and confused about the differences between love and approval. Yeah. You know, in, in our modern sense of friendship or even, yeah, you know, relationship, we have this deep sense of like, if you're going to love me, yeah. you will also then, of course, you know, approve of my every move, yeah, baptize everything I ever do, yeah. And I just don't think that's
0: actually coherent, it's not yeah. true that, yeah, way. there's a difference. I was talking to a friend who's, you know, like my age and uh, wildly successful, and he was harkening back on this moment in time when he dropped out of college which people do yeah but he did not told his father that he was dropping out of college so he showed up in the driveway of their home with his car packed with all of his stuff and he said i dropped out <clears throat> and the dad was like oh okay um i love you uh, i understand life is hard Oh, okay. What are you going to do? They, they work it out. And so he has this connection with his dad, and his dad understands. And so he starts unpacking the car. And dad goes, What are you doing? He goes, Well, am I packing the car? He goes, Oh, no, you're not living here. Wow. <laughs> if you're dropping out of college, you got to start your life. You got to yeah, get what a, a place to live. You got to yeah. get a job. I love you, but that's your decision. And <laughs> right. you're not living here. <laughs> That's, like, a, that's a moment. Yeah, that's the difference between, oh, I love you, but I do not approve. Right. Uh, this is not up to standard. And if we're going to call it the new standard, then you're on your own. You're choosing to be on your own. And I,
1: I, one of the other things that then maybe is interesting is if you're thinking back to the, you know, the original recipients of this letter to the church in Rome or the, the first readers of the New Testament, Which of these two are they struggling with most versus which of the two are we struggling with most? And uh, I think uh, the the self deception I think might be what we struggle with most, Mm. maybe. But I don't know if that's the one they would have struggled with most. It's almost like Mm. that pendulum has swung a little bit. It's Mm -hmm. like in those days, it's like of course people get left out. Yeah, how could they be included? Look Mm. at them. Right. And then uh, today, maybe it's more like n- there's no, no one could be left God out. God
0: loves people so much. God would never leave anybody out. Yeah. No matter what. Mm-hmm. Except that guy who really hurt me.
1: Yes. And also Hitler. And Hitler. Yeah.
0: And any heinous criminal of any sort would what? clearly be left out.
1: Yeah. So we get, you know, we can
0: take ourselves right off that hook because I mean, I'm not, that bad. I'm not Hitler. I'm not that bad. Yeah. Right. There's your self-deception is I'm good enough for God.
1: Yeah, which Paul has already dealt
0: with. You look at Romans 2, we'll get there eventually. And in Romans, if you go in order the study, that's a long book. <laughs> right. Probably people hardly they get to 8 and it's like, okay, that's good. That's probably true. We made it. We'll leap ahead to 12. And then if you get to 9 and 10, it's like okay, we're done. Right. right. So we so I think you've done the world a great favor. Yes, we have. <laughs> yes, <that's great. laughs> anyway, I'm pretty sure I interrupted you.
1: Well, if you get to Romans 2 that's actually the the big reversal Paul has pulled on them. You get Romans 1 is quite famous for this sort of list of ways that the world has gotten sideways mm. and kind of turned around. And you can almost feel like one side of the room's nodding their heads going like, that's right, that's right. Mm. Those people over there, they are such a mess. And then you get to Romans 2 and Paul says, and you who judge, you do the very same thing. Mm. It's like he's saying, you, you, you've got to stop putting this line between Mm -hmm. you and the other. Mm -hmm. You're all on the same side of that line. You all have fallen short of the glory of God, as he says in Mm. chapter 3.
0: Well, that's a clear... He's taking a clear cut at self-deception there. Yes. So we think we're good enough. Yeah. And we're not. And that's the hardest part. This is where where we're going to have to go this week is to talk about how is it that I can be righteous apart from my performance and not be lying to myself at the same time. It doesn't really seem possible. It would take some sort of God to solve that conundrum, some kind of a long awaited solution. Yes. yes.